Hello, I'm Mary Colbert. Welcome to Dr. Colbert's Divine Health Podcast. And I'm Dr. Colbert, and we're talking about some very important information today, and it comes from my book, Dr. Colbert's Healthy Brain Zone. I have to tell you, I really truly believe this. This is probably the most important message Don has ever delivered. I'm telling you, you need to share these podcast videos that are also going to be on YouTube with everybody that you know, young and old. This is not just for the old people. This is for everybody. This is the most important thing. We're going to be talking about the most precious part of your body that you need to know what to do to preserve it and take care of it so that it lives as long as you live. And it's here, right here, <laughs> between your ears. It's true, Don. Oh, absolutely. It is. We are seeing an epidemic of dementia in this country, Mary. I see it almost every day in my practice. And dementia is simply a progressive loss of intellectual functioning. And there's four kinds of dementia, the most common being Alzheimer's disease, that 70% of dementia is Alzheimer's. I think, Don, what you just said is so powerful because people think, oh, memory loss, it's all the same thing. And you just said a very powerful statement. There are four kinds. Yes, there's four kinds, but then there's six kinds of Alzheimer's disease. Ah. See how confusing it is? So wow. it's very confusing, okay. and doctors, most doctors don't even know this. Wow. But the most common form of dementia is Alzheimer's, with 70% of dementia being Alzheimer's. The second most common is Lewy body dementia, which is generally associated with Parkinson's disease and is associated with delusions and hallucinations and flailing uh, movements mm. of the body. And the third type is uh, vascular dementia, which is like TIAs and strokes and plaque buildup in the brain. And that's simply due to cardiovascular disease and cerebrovascular disease with plaque buildup. And the fourth type is frontotemporal dementia or Pick's disease. This has just recently been popularized because of the famous actor Bruce Willis was diagnosed with this. Mm -hmm. And it causes problems communicating. It causes both expressive and receptive aphasia when you can't understand or express yourself. And also it's associated with compulsive behavioral type disorders. And the personality changes usually precede the memory changes. But those are the four dimensions. Then we have six forms of Alzheimer's. Gee. So see how confusing it is? It is confusing. So, but uh, in understanding the six types of Alzheimer's, you also will start to understand that there's certain causes to Alzheimer's and it starts to become readily apparent the true problem with Alzheimer's. Now with my father, he developed Alzheimer's at an early age, in his, actually in his uh, 50s. And you started seeing I started the seeing the, We started seeing, started seeing the changes while he was in his yeah. 50s. Mm -hmm. When he was in his early 70s, he was actually put in a nursing home. Right. And my father, I watched him literally, uh, his brain waste away, where in his latter years, he didn't even recognize me or you mm -hmm. or his wife, mm -hmm. uh, no one, actually. It's a, you know, it's a horrible disease to get that Alzheimer's, I can tell you personally, and a lot of people I'm sure watching right now you feel the same way. And the one thing we want to dispel right now is that people have this sense of hopelessness that there is not anything that can be done or that they can do. And we want you to know that's a lie. 
there is things you can do. There absolutely is things you can do. And right now, if you're young, you're in your 20s, there are absolutely things that you need to start doing to offset if Alzheimer's runs in your family so that you don't pick it up and you don't develop it and you don't right. pull the trigger, as exactly. you call it. Now, so it's important that you learn this. Now, there's six forms of Alzheimer's. The first form is the inflammatory form, and inflammation is the root cause. And I've told patients for years, chronic inflammation is the root cause of most every chronic disease. Well. Chronic inflammatory uh, Alzheimer's disease or type 1 Alzheimer's, almost always you see an elevation of high sensitive C-reactive protein. It's a marker in the blood. And I check this on every patient I see, and when that level is greater than 0.9, the brain starts to produce a toxic protein called beta amyloid and amyloid tangles, which is the hallmark for Alzheimer's in the brain. It, it produces this. Pro, abnormal protein that starts to degenerate the synapses. It starts to downsize the brain. The brain goes in downsizing. It starts mm -hmm. to shrink the brain, kind of like, uh, um, you know, how a grape can become a raisin. It mm -hmm. shrinks. Well, that's what's happening to the brain with chronic inflammation. So uh, when I check this, I check HSCRP. It's invariably elevated. The higher, generally, the higher the CRP, the greater the inflammation. And, and with more inflammation, more beta amyloid is produced in the brain. Also real important, another indicator of inflammation in the brain is high homocysteine levels. Now, homocysteine is a toxic amino acid, and I check this value in every patient I see with any kind of memory loss. I always check homocysteine. Don, it has surprised me at how many people I have talked to that when we talk to them about this homocysteine level, they go, the what? The homo what? <laughs> Most doctors don't know this. That's crazy. Now, the crazy thing is the, the normal values. The normal values at LabCorp, now some normal values will be 0 to 11, others will be 0 to 19.2. And so a patient will come in when I draw it, they get their blood work and they say, oh, my homocysteine was level, it was 15. I said, no, any homocysteine level greater than 10 is too high. And if you have the Alzheimer's gene, the ApoE4 gene, any level 7 or greater is too high. It's causing degeneration and inflammation in the brain. And it shocks them. Because I say, we got to put you on a few key supplements, which will bring this down. It's my brain's own basics. Now, I have to tell you, people, this is very personal to Don. As you heard him share about his father, but what, we, what he haven't shared yet is about his mother. His mother in her 80s, 81, but 82. That's the, that's the next cause of Alzheimer's we're going to talk about. Okay. And we can talk about that now. Do if you, you want, want to do that now? Okay. I wasn't finished with type 1, but we will if you want to. No, that's, you're in that's control 1. here, 5. not me. I'll follow your lead. Do you okay. want to go? Well, yes, go. we can go ahead since, we're running, uh, since we have limited time. Okay, go ahead. Okay, the second type of Alzheimer's, and to make more confusion, instead of two, they go 1.5, okay? This wow. is Alzheimer's 1.5, or not 2.0, but 1.5. Wow. And this is the sweet or glucotoxic due to sugar. And this was the cause of my mother's Alzheimer's. She started, now my mother was very sharp. She was valedictorian in her high school class. Very smart. That's where I. And Don got all his little genes from his mama. <laughs> thank thank you, did. Jesus. He did. But then I got a you bad got gene from, hair, I know, but I got, got a bad gene from my looks. dad. It was all from mama. Now, but what had <laughs> happened, my mother worked until she was 82 years old in a bank, full time. Smart as a whip. She was still driving, 
And yeah. she was 82, driving herself back and forth to work. But then in around 84, 83, 84, she started developing early Alzheimer's. And it, because she's had diabetes, type 2 diabetes, for over 25 years. And that's a choice disease. I think that's what is so important, Don, for people to hear is that there are things that you're doing that you ignorantly, you don't even know, that you're ignorantly doing to your body that's setting you up for this exactly right. Alzheimer's. And, so, and that's what she was doing. And again, if I had known back then what I knew, know now, I would have put her on my Beyond Keto diet and my Carb Assist, which helps reverse diabetes. It supports healthy blood sugar levels and it would have brought her sugar down most likely to normal if she had changed her diet. But my mother's already said, but I have the sweet. I have this sweet tooth where I have to have dessert after lunch and after dinner. It's a She's Mississippi, Mississippi thing. Mississippi, yeah. And they got to have their little piece yep. of cake or yep. pie or mm -hmm. cookie or something after after lunch and after dinner. I said, pull that sweet tooth. Get rid of that thing. <laughs> I'd rather so lose mom, a tooth than lose my brain. What, yeah, okay. I want you to know who I am up until your but, last day. But anyway, this was type 1.5, or it's due to high sugar. Anytime your blood sugar is greater than uh, 100 fasting, mm -hmm. you're, you've got insulin resistance to the brain. This is due to insulin resistance to the brain. The brain cells literally become resistant to the action of sugar so that the brain cells cannot take up adequate sugar and the brain runs on sugar. That's incredible. So what we see on the blood test, I check this on every patient I see, I check the hemoglobin A1C. If your hemoglobin A1C is 5.7 or greater, you are insulin resistant and pre-diabetic and maybe diabetic. If you're higher, if you're 6.5 or higher, you're, di you're diabetic and maybe type one or type two, usually type two. So we check that and we check a fasting blood sugar. And some patients I check fasting insulin levels. If you're obese, you need your fasting insulin level checked because you've got to bring your insulin level down below seven and some less than five fasting in order to lose weight. When you have high insulin, you're gaining weight. Mm -hmm. And you follow my keto zone diet and that helps with limiting calories and exercise and your weight comes down. But that's type 1.5. Now, type two is atrophic uh, Alzheimer's disease. And so this is another form of Alzheimer's disease. They call it cold or atrophic. That's something happens at age 50. At age 50, for men and women, or around 50, 55, hormones start to go down. And especially in men, testosterone levels go down. In women, all three, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, and boom, it's like the black diamond slope on a ski slope. Those mm -hmm. hormones go down. Those hormones are very protective of the brain. They protect the brain, the, uh, the brain, the neurons in the brain, the synapses, and they keep the brain from degenerating. But when those hormones go, all of a sudden memory starts to fade. And for women, your estrogen is the, one of the most powerful hormones for the brain. Mm. Men, testosterone is amazing. It prevents shrinkage of the brain cells and repairs neurons. That's, That's testosterone. Now so, what, you're, what you're telling people, when you say repair neurons, you're talking about the brain actually healing. Heals, it yes. It can heal. Yes. But and you know, Don, for years they believed that the brain couldn't be healed. Oh, yes, but we they discovered yeah. in the 1990s the brain undergoes plasticity or self-healing and regeneration. That's of incredible. Of both synapses and neurons. And that's something that's important for you to know. Medical science is growing at such a tremendous rate, and there is so much new information 
constantly coming out, which is true because we just got information about stevia. And now we found out all stevia isn't the same thing. Well, it's not stevia, it's erythritol, and it can cause uh, blood clots. And it, strokes. And strokes and So heart you attacks. have to look on the stevia sure. to make sure it doesn't have. No erythritol, have no correct. Erythrit so it's not all stevia, but, you know, it's just a constant knowledge well, you, that you, we're going we're through. We're always learning, yes. and because we're never coming to the fullness of the knowledge, that's when we've got to learn these key elements, especially for the brain, because if we don't, if you don't sow good seed now, you're going to reap a harvest of, again, Alzheimer's or dementia, or dementia, some form of dementia, or some other major medical issue. Now, not if anybody tells you they know everything, just run. They're lying. They don't know everything. It doesn't happen. But, but what but we have done, I want to give a quick fit. promo okay, for okay, this. I want to give go people right. a chance go ahead. so that they know we're not going to be able to cover everything right. that is in this book. You really still, even though you watch this and you're going to get a <clears> ton of information, you still need to get a hold of this book because it tells you labs that you need to take. It has a test in there to see if you That's are That's 184. Page 184 tells you all the labs you should have. And what the, the key labs. What the levels are and what they should be. And you can take this to your doctor so that he can know what to take. Because most all the doctors, even the neurologists, won't know this. And the longer you, you put, that? most neurologists don't know this. They don't, and they especially don't know nutrition. That's crazy. They don't, and nutrition is key. They'll just put a person on Memenda or Aricept or some medications that may just help with symptoms but will not slow the process down. And see, what happened with Don is he watched his mom and dad went, went through. He became very passionate about this. So he has been sending, I mean, spent years and millions of dollars researching talking to so many different groups and, and, and researchers looking for the most current information today, which is April of 23. And so today, we're going to bring you the most current information, and it's here in this book. You need to get a hold of it. You need to read it. You can mark in it. Take it to your doctor. Let him know. This is critical information. Go ahead, Don. So anyway, we're talking about the atrophic form of Alzheimer's. In other words, at age around 50 to 55, in men and women, hormones start to crash. Also, nutrient levels begin to get too low. And trophic factors like brain-derived neurotrophic factor, nerve growth factor, these are powerful proteins in the brain that regenerate the brain. They start to get low. And without them, the brain cannot effectively repair itself. So that's number two. Number three is toxic or vile. We now know there are certain key toxins that damage the brain majorly. One is mercury. Mercury is in so many fish. We're going to talk about this on the next show because mercury is in silver fillings. It's in so many high mercury fish that we eat on a regular basis like swordfish and big eye tuna and tilefish and uh, shark. And so we talk about the high mercury fish as well as silver fillings. But another one that very few people realize is so, uh, one quarter of the population cannot get rid of mold toxins. This is so important. From water damaged buildings. You may have a leak in your roof, you may have a leak in the faucet, and water damage gets in the drywall, and then literally mold toxins begin to literally become airborne throughout your house, and it triggers inflammation in your brain and is a major cause of uh, toxic Alzheimer's or type 3 Alzheimer's due to mold toxins. And we're going to be talking about that more tomorrow. But that's the toxic Alzheimer's or vile Alzheimer's or type 3. 
Now, type 4 is vascular. Again, it follows cardiovascular, cerebrovascular disease. And now type 5, the last type, is the um, uh, traumatic or follows concussions or repeated injuries. head injuries. Now, this is really important because mm -hmm. we see this. It starts in our kids, and it starts with playing games like football or soccer, headbutts, or boxing, any kind, of that, any kind of sport that can traumatize the brain, minor concussions, if you have the Alzheimer's gene, you're 10 times more likely to experience Alzheimer's with a concussion, ra rather if you don't have the gene. So that is one point right there that you need to stop and pause and think about. If you've got uh, Alzheimer's in your family, you want to get the blood test. Yes, you do want to know. And I know a lot of people have the attitude that I didn't want to know. Well, that's different today because there is so much that you can do to arrest and pause that gene from being activated. So it's important for you to learn if you have it so that your kids can learn if they have it. And you can make some wise choices. So that's an important With point. With all forms of Alzheimer's and dementia, the brain cells degenerate, the synapses degenerate, there's a downsize in the brain, there's accumulation of beta amyloid and amyloid tangles, and literally the brain is downsizing and shrinking and degenerating. Now, these come out as specific signs and symptoms of memory loss. There's uh, mild Alzheimer's when people literally, they start forgetting simple things, forgetting is the key. They forget, they start to have senior moments. They, they forget a word or they uh, forget, they walk in a room, they can't remember what, why they walked in the room to get something. Or they start, they read a page and they can't remember what they just read. Or they forget people's names. Or they uh, start losing things, they misplace objects or they can't remember where they put a document or the keys or something like that. They have problems planning and organizing. That's mild Alzheimer's, that's how it starts. But we want to we want to clarify. We also know that moms and dads have a lot on their plate. They have a lot going on. They have kids. Right, they don't but it's sleep per, right. Good. It could be due to many things. This could be due um, to like lack of sleep, I don't want fatigue. You're right. Out going, oh, he just described me to a D. Right, but because you want to start protecting be, your brain. Right, you could be sleep deprived. You could be overwhelmed with a lot of other things. So. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're in that category. But if you are in that category, these are early signs, and that's what's important to know. Right. Now, moderate, now you can find out with simple tests, like the Montreal Cognitive Assessment Exam, which you can take online. It's, th it's 30 questions. There's three different tests. It's free. Mm -hmm. You just go to mochatest.org. And that's a simple little test everyone can do, mochatest.org, and that will show you if you have Alzheimer's or if you're at a risk for having Alzheimer's. Now, moderate Alzheimer's is characterized by increasing forgetfulness. This is the key, it's progressive. It gets worse and worse. Mm -hmm. And increasing confusion. Confusion mm -hmm. is the key word with moderate. Mm -hmm. And they are confused about what day it is, where they are, they uh, get lost or they start wandering. That's what I saw with my dad. He would get lost. We'd, he'd been on, uh, he would drive to uh, where his father used to live and he'd, or 
to where our university was, Ole Miss, and he had driven there for you know hundreds of times, yet he, he'd get lost, turn around, said, Dad, you mm -hmm. just missed a turn, don't you remember? And he'd look all confused, and that's, I didn't recognize it then because I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Also, we see uh, the forgetfulness gets significantly worse Mm -hmm. And uh, they start literally get, uh, repeating the same thing over and over or telling you the same story. And they don't remember they've told you the story. Mm -hmm. And so this is just or asking questions, asking questions over and over. Yeah. Then they forget part of their personal history. And there, they, there's a change <clears throat> in their personality sometimes. Oh, sure. They and, become agitated and a little bit angry. And right. They're not as sure. friendly and they're short-tempered. That can come along with it right. as well. And then they start to wander and they get lost yeah. and they can't find their way back home or they get right. lost when they drive. They can't find their way home. Right. And then so it goes on to severe Alzheimer's and these uh, the patients with severe Alzheimer's forget their surroundings. They say, I want to go home. And you say, wait, you've lived here for 50 years. What do you yeah. mean? And they, they're thinking when they're home when they were a little boy or a little girl. Okay, now I know at this point people are probably like, Dr. Colbert, people at this stage, and I'm sitting here thinking about my mom, my husband, whatever. Is there hope for them? Yes. Okay. Now, when you get to stage, the severe stage, it's hard. It's really hard because a lot of times... The brain has shrunk so much. You've destroyed okay. so many synapses, so many brain cells. It's literally down. The brain has downsized so much. You cannot restore enough neurons. So the earlier we catch this, the better off we that are. That is the whole point that is of the us key. doing this program. Yes. And these programs is to do this. Because you, once it's gone past a certain point, it's without God, it's impossible. Now, let, God can do anything. Right. But let me just share a story real quick to help paint the picture to let you know that it doesn't have to be a death sentence. A little over a year ago, we get a call from Don's brother who was caretaking his mother because she had had COVID and yet she had fallen and broke her hip and she'd had surgery. So she, he was having to assist her at the home. But he called us to let us know like two weeks later, letting us know how bad things had gotten and that was that mom was now comatose, she was sleeping, she wasn't eating, she wasn't drinking, she had quit communicating anymore, she didn't talk anymore, and that she just went boom, just like that, down very, very quick. And it was a total shock to us, but she had had a really bad UTI infection that had gone almost septic. She had gone septic. And she had gone, okay. <laughs> So Don, the first thing Don did is he ordered the nurses to give her the strongest antibiotic injection. They were resistant, but he ordered them. He goes, that's my mom. You do what I tell you to do. <laughs> so they did. And then the next day he said, give her another one. And she's comatose, folks. So Don, they, the hospice is called in. They said, get the family together. Your mom's got two to three days at most. And this was over a year ago now. A little over a year. Actually, it was in February. So here so we are in April, months, 14, yeah. 15 months ago. Yes. So uh, he called, they said, call your family, make plans. This is it. She may have a two or three days max. So he does and he's crying. And of course, Don is like shocked That's that this has <clears> come <throat> on so quickly. And he had a full schedule with patients. Mm -hmm. Patients fly in from all over the world to see him. And so he was like, I can't just cancel the patients who have plans, you know, flying in and staying at hotels. So he goes, Mary, you go. You go. 
And he goes, I want you to go see my mom. And he goes, listen, don't you dare let my mom die dehydrated. Because we know that that's one of the first things they do. They stop the IVs. They stop any kind of, uh, you know, giving them fluids. And he was livid. He goes, don't you dare let my mom die dehydrated. Amen. And I thought, oh, God, help me. So I get there, and she's comatose. She hasn't had anything to drink or the eat. The nurses are doing something, waiting for her to die. Waiting for her to die. Nine days. Nine mm. days comatose. Not communicating, not talking, nothing. Not eating, sleeping, not drinking. Nothing. So I saw, when I saw her, she, she did. She looked like she was ready for the coffin. I was like, I couldn't believe it. So I ordered everybody out because they were telling me, don't you dare try to put water down her throat. She'll choke to death. It's <laughs> <was> like, what? <laughs> what did you just say? She's dying anyway. I'm like, <laughs> so I made them leave, and I get two big glasses of water, and I put her head up, and I just slowly, to her reflexes, would swallow, swallow, swallow. I got two big glasses. It took me some time to get that water down her. But I did it slow enough that she got two big glasses of water. And when I finished, she her eyes popped open and she looked at me. <laughs> and it shocked me. <laughs> shocked. And so I looked at her and I said, Miss Kitty, because I call her Miss Kitty. She uh, loves kitty cats, too. <laughs> yeah, she, she loves kitty cats. And we're from the South, so that's how we address our mamas and laws. And so I said to her, I said, Miss Kitty, I said, um, are you ready to go see Jesus? And she looked at me and went, no, which means. No, she loves said, Jesus. She loves Jesus. She's a strong Christian. But she understood what I was asking. Right. Was the point amazing. is it was a shock to me. I almost Very fell off just. the chair because I thought she understands what I'm saying. Now, at that point, I'm like, okay, well, there are some things you've got to do. I called Don. I go, Don, your mom is awake. She talked to me a little bit. So he goes, get this protein drink in her. She's got, she hasn't had anything for and get, nine and days. And I put her on injectable testosterone because I knew that testosterone would help to uh, save those neurons that were still there. Now, I've got to tell you a funny story. Prevent the shrinkage of those neurons and reverse it. Let me tell you a funny story. We went, when Don was learning all this about hormones years ago, we went to this medical like conference. like 10, 15 years ago. There was ago. like 3,000 medical doctors in there, and they were stressing about the importance of testosterone for women and how it's important for her, you know, to give for it to For the brain, her, for the brain, the, breasts, if the bones, woman, If you want to live a long time. And yes. I'm thinking... Tilt, tilt, you know, I'm always <laughs> thinking, you know, testosterone men, but not women. It was a whole change in thought. And so this one doctor asked uh, the, the professor who was speaking and teaching, he goes, I have a 93-year-old mother. Do you think it's okay for me to give her testosterone? And the guy from the stage went, only if you love her. <laughs> I mean, I remember everybody chuckled and laughed about that. Right. So it was like, wow, that's how important testosterone is for women. Yeah. So Don, Don did that. Right. But what's happening, I want to tell you, because we've got to close in just a minute. Okay, because first of all, people need to realize that we have an epidemic. Simply this Alzheimer's dementia epidemic is following the obesity and the, the diabetes and pre-diabetes epidemic. And over 40% of Americans are diabetic or pre-diabetic, wow. Mary. And so realize at age 65, about 5% of people have dementia. But at 85, fast forward 20 years, at 85, about 50% get dementia. So within that 20 years, you stand you, from going to 5% risk 
to 50% risk and ended up in a nursing home. So it's critical that now, especially if you're 60 or older, you want to start on a program right away to preserve your brain because literally it's a, uh, it's a flip of the coin whether you're going to get dementia or not. Now I want you to know what Don has done. He has formulated and put together a, what we call the Brain Zone Package. This is what he did for his mother. This is what he started putting in her. And we're talking 14 months later, she fully recovered. She's in full communication. She talks to her son every Sunday. That's he right. talks to her. They're talking <laughs> about things and his kitty cats and where are you? Are y'all in Texas? Are you in Florida? And so, full I mean, conversations full with conversations my mom. is back. I Amazing. remember going there for Thanksgiving this past year. Folks, you have to understand something. I saw the woman in the bed ready for her coffin, right? And so we come back, and I'm in Thanksgiving, and we're sitting there at Thanksgiving, and I'm, she's like, oh, this turkey's so good. And I, I just remember <laughs> just sitting there going, I don't think people will believe. He brought her back, but there were, were important things he started doing to get inside of her. And these products are critical well, for your brain health. Well, let me talk about them real health. quick. First yes. of all, the Brain Zone book, the Healthy Brain Zone, is critical to understand the keys. Second, the Brain Zone Basic. Everyone I put on the Brain Zone Basic, two in the morning, two in the evening. This brings your homocysteine level down. Remember, homocysteine is that toxic amino acid that inflames and degenerates the brain. We gotta get it below 10. And if you have the Alzheimer's gene, you gotta get it below seven. Number two is the brains on advance. It has all these powerful nutrients that help to boost the brain-derived neurotrophic factor and the nerve growth factor that help, again, to stimulate the brain's plasticity so the brain can learn again. Now, Don and I are doing this. Absolutely. We I are do doing this. this. Every now, day, every night. Now, our first batch of the brain zone, because I'm going to tell you, it was too sweet. For me to say that, it had to be too sweet. So I have adjusted the sweetness in it so it's not And there's so no sugar sweet. in it either. No it's got D-ribose that energizes the brain, helps to focus the brain. And nothing in this will interfere with meds. Nothing. Well, Mary, I tell you, we're out of time. Oh, no. It's crazy, but we'll be back. And you got to get the diet. you got to get the diet book. Well, again, <laughs> the brain zone, the healthy brain zone, and the beyond keto. And we'll be back for more on the healthy brain zone. God yes. bless you. Now. Stay with us.